0: Well, hello, Fuel for Life Nation. I hope you're doing amazing. Thank you for listening to The Fuel for Today. I'm praying that you are supremely blessed by it. And before we get into today's content, I want to invite you to a special one-night worship event that I will be hosting live and in person in Washington State. That's right. I'm coming to the Pacific Northwest namely in the city of Tacoma on Saturday, March 12th. So please put that in your calendars. Saturday, March 12th, doors open at 6.30 p.m. and the event will begin at 7 p.m. It's going to be at Anthem Coffee in downtown Tacoma. We will have live worship, amazing coffee and food, and I will be delivering a very special gospel-saturated message to fuel your faith in Jesus. So if you're anywhere in the vicinity of Washington State or even if you're in a different state, I would absolutely be thrilled if you would come out to this event and I would be ecstatic about meeting you in person face-to-face. If you can't make it to the event and you know somebody in that area that would benefit from the event, please direct them to one of my social media pages so that they can get all the info there. I hope to see you pumped for the event on Saturday, March 12th. Now, let's get into today's content. Welcome to Fuel For Today, curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We are confident this will fuel your faith in the one who gives faith. If you have breath in your lungs, God has a plan for your life. A plan that is far better, bigger, and immensely more than anything you have ever imagined. Uh, today, we're going to talk about work, and I'm convinced, I was not always convinced of this, okay, keep that in mind, I'm convinced that work is a pleasure to enjoy, not a burden to bear. The reason why many of us don't enjoy our work is because we don't have a biblical theology and a lens through which we look at work, and today the Bible is going to define it for us. And so, a lot of times our lives might look like this on the left, right? We're just... All over the place. And the whole reason we started the Simplify series is because I said, we're going to talk about four basic foundations for your life. So it's following Jesus. It's loving other people. It's doing your work well. And number four, next week when we do communion, we're going to talk about how to get plugged into ministry. And so today I want to talk, I want to talk about, uh, I want to talk about work. Okay. And the title of my message is redeeming your work from a burden to a blessing. I want to, I want to rescue Monday, okay? That's what I want to do today. And how often do all of us look forward to the weekend? Isn't it crazy how, in our life, um, we trade in uh, five days of work for two days of rest, and we trade in 52 weeks in a year for two weeks of vacation, right? It's crazy um, when I I got a chance to visit Europe last year with my wife, and in Europe, people don't even work, right? And I'm not even kidding you. The thing is, when we try to go get food or groceries, we, all the stores open at like 11.30 a.m. and they close like at 4.30. So guess what? If you didn't get groceries before 4.30, you're gonna ha- have to wait until the next morning or lunch time to get them. And people love taking siestas. People love just kind of relaxing. Here's the crazy part. In most cultures in the world, p- p- work is a means to an end In the United States, Western world, the work is the end work. We, we don't just work to, to, um, uh, live. We live so that we can work. And I believe that work can be a blessing. I believe that whatever job you're doing, I believe that it's going to be a blessing for you. Now, let me, let me start with a story. Okay. Imagine you're standing at a bus stop. Okay. And you're waiting for uh, the bus to come pick you up. Okay. And there's a young man that comes up to you and he's speaking a foreign language. You don't understand a word he's saying, but he seems really enthusiastic. He seems like he's trying to communicate to you something. Okay. Now at that particular moment, a lot of things are going in your mind, how to react to that particular situation. What you're doing in your mind at that moment is you're creating a story for yourself. And that story that you create about what this person is saying is going to dictate what actions you're going to take. Are you guys still with me? Okay, perfect. So, the first thing you might think is the following. You might think maybe he's a tourist. Maybe he he got lost and he needs help to find his way wherever he's going. So, you think he's speaking a foreign language. You don't understand what he's saying. He's a tourist. He's looking for directions. You need to help him. Second uh, thing that you might think is you just might think he's crazy because you think in America, everybody should speak English. I personally believe that too, but you just think he's, you just think he's crazy. And you just don't understand whatever he's saying. So you're kind of thinking maybe I should call the uh, mental hospital or I should get this guy some help. That's the second story, right? The third story, you're basically thinking, you, you know what? He just got lost. So I'm going to just help pay for his bus ticket and hopefully uh, try to use hand signals in order to, to tell him where to go. Now, those three stories you have come up with in your mind and the way and what you're going to do with this person is this dominating story and that will dictate your actions. Okay? It is the very same thing in life. What you personally believe about work and what you think work is, will determine how you approach work. Because every time you go into your employer, every time you go to work, that dominating story of what you believe work is, will direct and guide every single action you do at the work. So if you think work is a curse, you're going to treat it that way. If you think your boss is a cruel taskmaster, you're going to treat him that way. If you think your coworkers are barely tolerable and you cannot wait till five o'clock hits so you can have happy hours somewhere, we'll talk about that in a different sermon series, you are going to treat work that way. So story is is very important the way the way you think about story, the way you think about uh, work. And here's the thing: um, there's a guy recently that I met who was an actor before. He he worked in Hollywood, and then he became a Christian, and now he was completely perplexed because he's saying. What do I do now? How, how do I integrate my faith into whatever it is that I'm doing? What stories should I take? What film roles should I take? Wh- which movies should I play in? Which movies should I not play in? So my question to you and to me is, how does your Christian faith guide you for the roles you take? How does your Christian faith guide you in the work that you do every single day? And here's the point, friends. Your work will make no sense to you unless you look at it through the lens of a biblical theology. Your work will not make sense to you. Your work will be a means to an end. Your work will be something that you're just going to get a paycheck for until you look at it through a gospel uh, central lens. And what's crazy about church, and sometimes this happens, is people think, okay... Sunday's church time. I'm going to come here. I'm going to worship God. I'm going to give my tithes and offerings. I'm going to sing the songs. And then Monday through Saturday, I'm just living life. And church and my work life are completely separated. So there's a dichotomy that happens between the secular, which we think is our work, and the sacred, which we think is our church. But how crazy is it to think that we're only going to be uh, sacred for? hours on Sunday, and then the rest of the week when we're at work, we're just going to forget about everything that we were taught on Sunday. The, The sacred and the secular is all together. Jesus himself said that your body is a temple. Wherever you're at, that's where you're shining the light of Jesus Christ. That's where you should go, regardless of what sphere that you're in. There's no job too great or too small that God looks down upon. Every job is important. Every job is significant. And here's the great part. When we understand that we are significant in the eyes of God, we won't try to make work our place where we seek our significance. That's what's going to happen. So I think, I believe that looking at work from a a biblical lens is very, very uh, important. And so here's the first thing that I want to do. I want to read this verse, which is going to be like a foundation for what we're talking about today. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and open with me or look at someone who did bring a Bible. Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. Here's what uh, Paul says about, about work. Here's what he says. He says, whatever you do in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And so my question to you and to me is, and kind of my challenge, what I want to throw out to you today is, how can your faith shape or influence your work? Okay. If we as Christians believe that Jesus is king and he's king over all, then he's king over every area of your life, including work, including vocation. And even if you're a stay-at-home mom, that's still a lot of work. Somebody said a stay-at-home mom is equal to about $180,000 annual salary. That's a lot. A lot of executives don't even get paid that much, right? So stay-at-home mom is, is a very, very important work as well. I'm not just saying people who work are the only ones that clock in nine to five. If you're a business entrepreneur, a business owner, if you work for a corporation, every, all of us work, right? If you don't, it's a problem. <laughs> like, Working is good. I don't think you're going to last long if you don't work. But work is a blessing. And so here's what happens. Let me start with creation, right? God creates everything. He creates Everything, he creates all things that are good, right? Then the fall happens. And the problem is that we're fallen and sinful in such a way that every part of our life, sin is distorting it. That's why many people think work is a curse. It's actually not. Third thing happens is redemption. Jesus Christ comes to earth, he saves us from our sin. Holy Spirit enters our life. We're a new creation. All things are made new. And not just my family life gets renewed or my work life gets renewed, but everything gets renewed. And the last thing that happens is restoration where God is simply not simply taking us to another world. He's restoring this world. And I want to talk today about the theology of work, okay, or how you understand um, what work is. And the first thing I want to mention is how does, how does when you integrate your faith into work, what does it do for you? The first first thing it does is it gives you your stability. Okay, it gives you your uh, stability, and here's the thing. In many in many cultures, many not uh, not non non Western cultures, family gave you a title of success. Okay. So, for example, if you're a good son or you're a good daughter and you do work really well, then you brought honor to the family name and you were considered successful. You were considered a good person, okay? That's a good thing. The problem happens is when a person seeks their significance from what they do or don't do for their family. That means that if they fail, it will devastate them. And they will have a difficult time picking stuff up again. The problem with the Western culture is we often seek stability in our work. Here's how it practically plays out. If you're going to be really successful at your job, whatever it is, business person, entrepreneur, you own your own business, you work for a corporation, you work in customer service, you're a barista in a, in a coffee shop. Thank you, Jesus, for those um, <laughs> Uh you're, you're a stay-at-home mom, you're an interior designer, um, any, you're an event planner, whatever work it is, the moment you begin to seek significance from your job, when you're going to be really successful, guess what it's going to do? It's going to go to your head. Your head is going to explode because you're going to think, my significance is in my job. People know I'm successful. Therefore, I've made it in life. So the problem when we think work is our stability, success is going to go to our head And failure is going to go to our heart. The moment we stop being successful, the moment we stop being recognized or stop being approved or we stop achieving, we're going to be devastated. Because why? We sought our stability, not in Jesus who gives us all of our significance, but we sought it in our work. I personally went through this many times. I'm a recovering uh, I, I, a significant pers- a person who, who is recovering from seeking significance in work. If any of you guys have ever been in a very uh, high, high pressured environment to perform, you can relate to what I'm about to say. I've been in jobs where you have to perform. You have to do certain things in order to meet the quota. And guess what? When you're doing well, you're in a very good mood. The family's in a good mood. The bank account is in a good mood. Everybody's in a good mood, right? everybody's happy, right? It's like when dad's happy, everybody's happy, right? But what happens is the moment you stop performing, the moment you have an an off month for whatever reason, what happened to me personally, I was devastated because I put all of my worth into my achievement. And I thought if only I achieve, if only I'm successful, people will recognize me, people will approve me, people will think I'm amazing. But the moment you stop achieving, the moment you have a bad month, the moment you have a bad financial crisis, the moment your client does not want to buy from you, the moment something happens, when you're not as successful as you are, you are devastated because success and achievement has become your idol. And guess what? Idols cannot give you happiness. They're going to be crushed under the weight of your desire to be happy. This is why I say that whatever you're going to idolize, you're going to demonize. Because if your work gave you success and happiness, and the moment your work stops giving you that, you're going to want it more and more. But it cannot give you what only Jesus can. So looking at our jobs from a faith-based perspective gives us stability. If I'm doing well, I'm giving glory to God. If I'm going through a lean season, I read scripture and it says, you know what? Even through a lean season, God will get you through it. And I believe in that, right? And so the point is when I seek significance for my work, my life is going to be an emotional roller coaster because I want that success. I want that significance. So what the Bible basically teaches us is that your identity is in Christ, And in his performance for you, not in your performance for him. Thank you for listening to this curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We hope that you were encouraged and inspired by this message. Bogdan is personally convinced that whatever fills your mind fuels your life. It is his life goal to help you faithfully follow Jesus. For more information, please visit fuelforlife.tv